0: Midnight Hawk on the grandstand side, Candy Boy comes after them fourth,
1: they are homeward bound now, Midnight Hawk, She Too, now here comes Candy Boy on the outside, and Candy Boy's finishing resolutely on the grandstand side, Candy Boy, She Too on the inside, Midnight Hawk back in third, Candy Boy and She Too going to hit
0: it together, Candy Boy to win it, Candy Boy and Gary Stevens take the Robert Lewis stakes, second She Too, then came Midnight Hawk and Diamond Bachelor. Chasing the Triple Crown, twentieth podcast, eighty-three days until the Kentucky Derby. Can't believe it. This is Howard Dinette, CEO of Angolite Media. Max Dinette, editor, is editor in chief of Angolite Media. Also host of Beers, Beards, and Bastards, a comedic look at craft beers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There he is. So, at the top of the top of the podcast, that Robert B. Lewis was yesterday. Midnight Hawk was the heavy favorite 6 to 5 when I went to went over to uh Sully's Sully's to 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 bet on him and I and actually I took him, I, I didn't bet on him. Um I, I I liked him in the in the sham but there was only four horses and I lo- the the competition in that race was a little stiffer. Yeah. Um you had Candy Boy, Shinto, a lot of horses that have done okay, Diamond Bachelor. Um so I, I went in to bet Midnight Hawk, and Tom would be proud that he was the devil on my shoulder saying, don't bet the favorite, don't bet the favorite. I <laughs> didn't bet the favorite. Yeah. So I bet on Candy Boy. Mm-hmm. And actually, I put Candy Boy in an exacta with She Too and um, Midnight Hawk as a cover bet. Nice. And it came yeah. in Candy Boy, She Too, Midnight Hawk, which is kind of – I mean, I thought Midnight Hawk was a pretty good horse, but, hey, you know what? It's kind of interesting to see all these races – and my analysis would be that you know Midnight Hawk is a good horse, but I don't think he's a great horse. Uh, oh, um. and and Candy Boy. So Candy Boy, there's another call that we're gonna do later on on the the um, cash call for charity. He he was beat like seven or eight lengths by Shared Belief, and we're gonna talk a little bit about that later on. So mm-hmm. it's this this very interesting thing is happening through the whole derby season where you see horses that you know are winning some of these races that they might not be running with the class of horses um that are you know are as good as them and you know it kind of funnels them out of the the whole process so there's like 400 horses right now that are kind of going into this and and i would say there's a good Maybe five or six, and I, th- I think like with the candy boy thing, I think n- now if he reached shared belief, he might be a little better because his form looked better to me. And Gary Stevens, the way that he rode him in in the Robert B. Lewis yesterday was, and Max is gonna laugh, um, the way that he that he kind of took him from fourth and 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 Santa Anita, even, even though people say that it's not like a speed biased track. Well, we already found out that's not true anyway. Cause... I mean. Um, Midnight Hawk was in a good spot at the top of the stretch, but um, Candy Boy came like four wide and kind of went by him down the stretch, which is mm-hmm. kind of strange at Santa Anita. So, I mean, and he, he ran strong down down the stretch, and Midnight Hawk came up for third. I think maybe, you know, Midnight Hawk, little, you know, get get him a little bit better in shape, and he might be able to. But Candy Boy ran pretty well. I, I don't know <laughs> if Candy Boy is the – you know at the top of the class when it comes to the horses for the triple crown but he he'll he'll be in the mix i think midnight hawk was more like 11:30 hawk <laughs> so um yeah so i, I think today we're going to talk a little bit about horses that really aren't on any leaderboard like share belief is not on the chase for the triple crown or the the Kentucky Derby prep site horses he's he's not even in the mix on on that board so we'll talk a little bit about him um, I watched a bunch of videos last night, and he there there was a video on him. We have the call that the call where the uh, announcer is like
1: Wah! wow wow <laughs> going yeah.
0: through the jungle, and he's actually owned partially by Jim Rome. So, um, talk a little bit about the horses that that are kind of nowhere to be found on the leaderboard, but I think they're decent horses,
1: and they're, you're going to see them coming up through the. They're laying in the weeds right now. So you, you got to tell the story about how what you do when you go to Sully's and bet because it's funny how you described it to me where you kind of just you swoop in, you bet once, you win money and leave. and Everyone's <laughs> like, "What the
0: hell? Who is it?" So <laughs> the most most betters, and I think Tommy's falls into this. He'll go in and bet a bunch of different races. I, I yeah. just bet just as a, as a more of a disciplined thing. I'll go in and just bet this. So I just bet the Robert B. Lewis yesterday. Yeah. So told my wife i was going to get a haircut but i said i also was going to stop off and play some bets. so i went i ran out ran to the bar got a beer walked in the place kind of scoped it out i was probably 10 minutes before the robert b lewis is going off and i just watched the monitor for a while and i and i i thought that i was gonna bet midnight hawk but i looked at the odds and it was i was like oh my god the odds were just pennies six to five i'm like i can't bet this horse so I, I watched very carefully in the post parade, and Midnight Hawk looked looked nervous to me. They were trying to calm him down. Mm-hmm. Just before he went into the gate, the um, the outrider was like petting him on his neck and trying. He seemed like he was like overwrought or something. He yeah. seemed he seemed kind of nervous. And I looked at um, Candy Boy, and Candy Boy was kind of like up Tip on his toes yeah. a little bit. Pretty. I, I'm noticing. Some horses, if you can't can't see their muscles through their skin yet, they might not be. And, and Candy Boy looked fairly muscled, and actually Shitu, the seven, looked like he was in decent shape to me. Yeah. So I threw out Diamond Bachelor, who was who's got more class than Shitu, and I bet Candy Boy, Shitu, and I threw in Midnight Hawk as like a cover just in case he got up, yeah. but. It ended up being Candy Boy, She Two, Midnight Hawk, and yeah. I, sh- I didn't play a try. I played the exact I played. Win money on Candy Boy. I should have played the trifecta. My bad. But so I, I I swooped in. I bet the horses came in like I thought they would. One, two, three, and I left. <laughs> I cashed my ticket and left. Usually, you know, people would keep bet, it riding it. And... Yeah, I don't. I I I know when get your money and go. Get my money and run. So yeah. I made a fast, you know. Couple hundred bucks and got the hell out of Dodge. So it's funny, but it's just like the guy at the counter was like, What I never see you. Man. What are you doing? <laughs> he talks to me now. Now he's starting to know now me. Now he
1: knows you. I come
0: in, I'm a very focused better. I don't really, uh, Stick I, around I don't, yeah, don't <laughs> dilly dally and I bet a lot on one particular race. I don't bet like multiple races. Yeah, so it, it's worked for me. Hey, you know, to each his own,
1: but it's worked for me. I like so. the guy who was betting his last 20 bucks and <laughs> screaming at the TV, come on, Thor! Come on! Did you see that? And those people are
0: generally idiots. She's yeah. <laughs> just, just like, Yikes. yeah. Thanks. Tommy and I had this one guy that was at Vernon Downs, and we're like, this guy is. He's like screaming at the horses running down the track, screaming at them. Yeah. It's just. It's there's a it's like, like borderline disturbing? Yeah, it's a there's a certain sadness to <laughs> it. <laughs> because you know, you know these guys are betting like their last they're scraping out the, yeah, the coins is, of their, their Yeah. I mean car they're betting the stuff, last yeah. dollar and it really means something to them and they don't
1: know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> or like the guy at uh, Santa Anita that was just like oh, yeah. I just looked at him and I was like, that is a broken person. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's yeah, it's kind of. He uh, was in the clubhouse in like a
1: sweatsuit. Yeah,
0: I mean, so you see some of that, but hey, you know, it's like,
1: you got to take the good, you take the bad, you take it all. Yeah, it's you just
0: like life, right? Yeah, you got you know your whatever. There's a co- complete mix of folks at the track, and that's all. It's all good. Yeah. Um. So a little bit of news. So Baffert's Midnight Hawk. So I this I wrote this yesterday. Unbeaten Midnight Hawk. He was unbeaten going into the the Robert B. Lewis. You know, he's running against, um, you know, six other pretty... The horses in that race were pretty good, so that's what happens, right? So you go from the Sham, which, you know, was disappointing. Only four horses ran, and the horses yeah. were okay in that, and then you step up to the Robert B.
1: Lewis, and the horses are a little bit better. Go figure, the Sham is, like, one of the few races <laughs> I won money on, and that money was, like, a ninety. <laughs> well, it's that favorite thing, you know, that yeah, Tommy yeah. always said. <laughs> well, it's because, like, the non-favorites were, like, 20 to 1. Like, yeah. It's, so, and Candy Boy looked pretty good to me. He was a class of the race,
0: or, you know, potentially the class of the race. He had he had ran against shared belief. He came in second to shared belief. And before that, his maiden races were pretty good.
1: Candy Boy sounds like a pro wrestler's name. Yeah,
0: and Gary Stevens. you got to love Gary Stevens. And John, John Sadler is his trainer. So he he looked pretty good in that race. Um, And Diamond Bachelor, you know, also has ran in some bigger races, but... I don't know. He he didn't look that good to me. And Midnight Hawk looked nervous to me, and he was undefeated going in. And then this other Midnight Hawk is a Bob Baffert horse, and she too is a Bob Baffert horse. And G two looked good to me. So, I mean, it it was good. So I won yesterday. Awesomeness. Um. So that's about. So he you know was going in, and he would have been at the top of the leaderboard if he had won yesterday. Midnight Hawk. Unfortunately, he did not. Yep. So the funneling process continues. The second future pool for the Kentucky Derby, um, again the three to, three to five favorite. I mean, that's all other horses is leading in bets because um, followed by Share Belief. Believe it or not, is the fave now. Share Belief fifteen to one. Cairo Prince eighteen to one. Honor Code nineteen to one. Top Billing, the Shug horse. I don't know why Top Billing would be up there. To, honestly, I mean, he he looked good and he he's only ran a few maids. Top Billing is another Shug horse. 22 to 1 um, Commissioner 24 to 1 that's a Pletcher horse and then Strong Mandate and we haven't seen Strong Mandate run in a while one of the other things I I wanted to talk about was Havana I, I read something um, I think it's down a little bit in my news here but Havana is behind in his training and Honor Code has bruises on his shin so I don't know what that's going to do I mean he mm-hmm. was like one of my favorite horses going into the derby but he's he's hurt yeah and that's going to – I don't know what that's going to do to him. I, I guess the dirt is deeper at Gulfstream. He went from Payson Park where he was running, and the, the dirt was a little harder, and now he's at Gulfstream training, but don't know what's going to happen there. Mm. So these horses are pretty freaking finicky.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Uh, another horse, not on the leaderboard in other news, Wildcat Red is maturing nicely. Um, a comment from like Jose – <laughs> <cheese. laughs> Garofalo, garof- Garofalo, Garofalo. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> massacring names is very
1: it's common. Kind of, it's me. kind of a a point of the show now to just yeah, sort of chew just, on names. Just chew on names. Uh, he showed me
0: yesterday. Was very focused now in what he is doing. He relaxed himself and is maturing mentally, which is good. It's one thing That's one thing he needed to get focused on business. He has talent, but he needed to focus to do the job. It's a very good sign of mental improvement in the horse. That's good. So both horses, uh, General A-Rod, are expected to come back in the Fountain of Youth. So Wildcat Red, that'll be his debut on the points board, which is a 50-pointer. I, mean, I was going to talk a little bit about that, too. So there's only two races left that are of the lower ilk Mm -hmm. the lower echelon races the 10 pointers and we're going into the 50 pointers which it's going to be even more competitive so we'll see how that kind of all flushes out so general a ride a rod is a horse that isn't on any leaderboard either as wildcat red but wildcat red looks more like to me to be a
1: sprinter but he stretched out pretty good in the hutchinson last week where he won i think it would be ironic if it Ever came out that General Arod was busted for doing a performance-enhancing drug? <laughs> <laughs> Similar to uh, who? The Yankees player, correct? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to
0: see that happen, but Yeah, it would be kind of funny. So, honor code, back leg bruises. We talked a little bit about that last week. Top billing. So, top billing, uh, Suge is shipping them back to the turf. Interesting. Um and honor code now is gonna miss the Fountain of Youth and he may not be in the Florida Derby. He might be pointing pointing them towards the Gotham, which is crazy. That's up in the New Gotham. York. Yeah, it's up in New York. So you know that that I don't I mean, Suge doesn't really want to ship He's not a big guy on shipping horses, but he might miss both the Fountain of Youth and the Florida, which would suck because I'm going to be at the Florida Derby. I would. Yeah. And I haven't really – I don't think I've seen – I haven't seen Honor Code in person, and I was trying to catch up with him. So that, that's interesting news about Honor Code. So I, I'm, I'm a little iffy on, like, he's kind of waning on my favorites board for the Derby because, you know, he's hurt and don't know what he's going to be able to do. And then Havana, I, I read something, um, is a good horse. I mean, he's – He's won a bunch of money. He is won he on top right now. Uh, he won the yeah, he won the champagne. I think he is on the top of the leaderboard, is he? Pretty sure he is. He's up there, I'll tell yeah. you that. And he's a tough ho- tough horse. It's a tie right now he almost, Savannah,
1: Cairo Prince and Honor Code.
0: And he almost broke. So like some of the top guys on the leaderboard are getting a little bit messed up. Getting iffy. Yeah, so he's he's going to um going to point him towards the swale because he's behind in his training. So he's not gonna he's not gonna run in the Fountain of Youth either. It's pissing me off. All these horses that were supposed to go into the Fountain of Youth come and on, not going. It's like what the hell. Um, so I think I'm going to be in the Swale with him. Pletcher said just missed too much time and got behind schedule a touch. That's what he said. I'm hoping to make the work tab and with him and probably later this week. Then point for the Swale. So I don't know if he's doing that. I mean, I don't know if he's doing that. I kind of think about the psychology of this because there are a lot of horses out there, right? Is he doing that purposely so he doesn't have to run against these other horses and kind of gently bring them into the fray? Yeah, bring them into the fray and not bring them into a big race where he potentially gets nipped. So he brings them up. And I I mean, I'm thinking about the psychology of this, right? And it's like, it's probably pretty smart that you kind of, you know, leave them laying in the weeds a little bit and then, have him splash go into the Derby and and there you go and maybe there's less pressure on the horse, yeah. less pressure on him. So I think Havana, myself, I mean, we were talking, Tommy was talking about this a couple of podcasts ago that Pleasure doesn't really have. Well, he's got Havana, he's got the he's got some he's got like 40 horses. Yeah, but I think Havana is at the, at the top of the list. So I maybe he's just kind of molly cuddling and keeping him kind of in the fray until he hits the scene and goes i don't know i mean it's just a just a thought so time will tell and other news coupe de gras removed from the derby that's a rant so rants Ooh. and raves so uh where's my my rant call here Maxie? Uh,
1: do you need a rant is this is a rant this is a rant uh-oh
0: <laughs> love it so, owner Rick Porter of Fox, Fox Hill Farm has decided to remove Coop de Gras from um, consideration for the Kentucky Derby. Which, what the hell? He ran once, and I guess he ran in, what was it, the Hutchison, I think. Was it the Hutchison? No, it was the the um, Holy Bull. I'm sorry. Holy Bull. Holy Bull. And is it, he's a Chad Brown horse. Um he was leading with almost famous doing pretty well and he pulled up, which was interesting. I it, John Jared Velasquez was riding him and they don't know why they he pulled up like coming around the third turn. So Coupe de Gras was um Coup de Gras, I'm sorry, was certainly surprised Chad and me. <laughs> Go against your French roots <laughs> there. Coupe <laughs> I'm just like coup Coupe de, de Grasse. Gras. Was a real disappointment. So, for Chad, the Holy Bull was a real disappointment. Um, So, he wasn't sure if Coup de Gras could handle two turns. So, they took him off the uh, derby list, which kind of sucks. So, a rave. Cairo Prince didn't back out of the tub. (laughs) (laughs) So, after... After the holy bull, uh I guess a good sign is—I mean, this is this is kind of like superstition, or what is this? Um Kieran said that you know, Cairo Prince stuck his head in the, the feed bowl the next day, and he didn't pull his head back. So that's a good sign. I mean, while uh, okay. well, he's like he was feeding, he was he was like yeah, it. yeah. So I guess if they don't eat well the the, the next day, that. It's a sign that the race was tough on them. Yeah. So he just was he dove into his feed bucket, I guess. Nice. So he didn't back out of the tub. So that's a rave. That's a little <laughs> golf clap for for Cairo Prince. Yeah.
1: Good old Cairo Prince. <laughs> nice.
0: So another rant. I'm
1: gonna jump between here.
0: that rant. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Top billing unlikely to try the Fountain of Youth. So, again, Suge is kind of like, you know, he won a maiden race, and he did well, but I don't want to, like, you know, make him race in a race that's a little bit above his head, so he's not going to put him in the Fountain of Youth. And then Mr. Speaker, who I thought was a decent horse, and he ran in the Holy Bull. Holy Bull. Holy Bull. Um, He's going back to the turf. (laughs) So he's sending him back from whence he came. Weird. A lot well, of like, you
1: know. It Seems like it's a lot of the trainers are playing it playing it close to the why? Well, it's it's very it, I didn't
0: realize how kind of I mean how subtle all of this is, right? Subtle. It's, it's like, very It's like Game of Thrones. It's very muted, you know, there's all these different moves that are happening and you don't know what's real and what's not and, <laughs> and nothing is as it seems. Nothing is as it seems. I think there's reasons for everything, so it's it's yeah. it's very
1: interesting hmm.
0: so last week Maxie said too many lists so I'm not going to list out people yeah. too much here but here we go the point standings for the chase for the triple crown Havana is number one Cairo Prince number two Honor Code number three Tapiture and then Bond Holder is number five rise ups number six, so we're gonna, we're gonna stop there. But yeah I think in question now is it's like the rest are all ten.
1: 10, 10, 10, 10,
0: 10. Yeah, and the rest. Uh, you, oh, so 10, the the uh, in question might be Havana. Cairo mm-hmm. Prince is doing well, so I would say he's still up there. But mm-hmm. Honor Code is in question. He's got leg bruises. tapature hasn't ran in a little bit. Bondholder is I saw work from him, and he's doing pretty well. Yeah. And we we haven't seen Rise Up, so hopefully we'll see Rise Up. And I think Rise Up is going to be run, running in Louisiana. So. Louisiana.
1: Hopefully Rise Up will. Rise Up. Rise yeah. Up.
0: And he was a decent horse, too. Good that course. was a while. He won the – what did he win, Max? The Holy Bowl? Nope. I don't know. Rise Up, Delta Downs jackpot. Uh-huh. Um. So the next races. so we have two of the ten-pointers left, and then we're done with the ten-pointers. Nice. The El Camino Real Derby is at Golden Gate on the 15th. And then on the 17th, the Southwest is at Oakland Park. And then we go into full-swing 50-pointers here. The Fountain of Youth at Gulfstream. The Risen Star at the fairy Rounds. That's on the 22nd. Both of those are on the 22nd. The Gotham is on Gotham. March 1st with Batman. Um, these are all 50-pointers. Then the Tampa Bay Derby on March 8th. I'll be down in Florida, but unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go to that race. But we'll be betting on it for sure. So, that's it. So we San talked, Felipe. We talked a little bit about, oh yeah, and the, the San Felipe at Santa Anita on the 8th. So, those are the next races coming up. It's getting very interesting. It's very exciting. There's lots of activity going on. So, we'll see at the end of the 50-pointers where we sit, and then we go into... The Big Dog Races, which is the Florida Derby, the Santa Anita Derby, uh, the Wood Memorial. Those are all 100-pointers, and that's that's when the final, final cut for the
1: Kentucky Derby happens. The so Aqueduct is in Queens, right? Is that the one that's in Queens? Big A is... Uh, which one's in Queens?
0: I think... In New York. I don't think it's... I think Aqueduct. Yes, I think... I thought it was in Queens. I'm, I, I'm not sure where it is. I Because I'd love to I go to one of those in New York aqu- City. Aqueduct was at Long Island.
1: Long Island? Maybe. Uh, I'm not sure. Not, not sure.
0: I, we can look that up. Or actually, no. Nah, we'll, we'll look it up. A little, uh, but, a little um, footer. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was going to talk about today are these horses that aren't on the leaderboard. Um, I watched, let me get my notes here, Shared Belief. And the last race that Shared Belief ran in, I believe, was the Cash Call Futurity, and he won handily over um, Candy Boy, which just won the Robert P. Lewis. So Shared Belief, to me, I mean, the move, the power in which he ran down the stretch was impressive. I mean, so... Impressive. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot left, and he won by a... I mean, that's – I kind of look at – and he was he was back in the pack, and he kind of stalked him. I love when horses are, like, in stalking or – I mean, he's, like, fourth or fifth, and he's coming around, and there were some good horses in that race. And he, he powered down the home stretch hmm. to win by a lot nice. easily. So – but haven't seen him in a while. Um, I think he would be one of my top – I mean, along with Cairo Prince, um, Havana – Honor Code. I, I think Share Belief is going to be up there. Another yeah. horse that's kind of laying in the weeds. So that's that's Share Belief. He is a Jerry, uh, the the Hall of Fame trainer Jerry Holland Dorfer um, trained horse, and he he's he's decent. He is a Ridgling.
1: Whenever I hear laying in the weeds, I get like a Looney Tunes type of horse <laughs> yeah. image of like a <laughs> horse creeping on all fours in the grass, like like that's a, about it, like a Mary Melodies cartoon, or yeah. Something. <laughs> So I don't know how – I mean, it seems like – I think his works
0: have been good lately. Uh, he's working at Santa Anita. He hasn't – I don't think he's ran on the dirt yet, but I think he's going to be either running in the San Felipe, Felipe. Or, or or in the Santa Anita Derby. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he'll be probably favored for either of those. Um, but, there, I mean, Candy Boy will be running again. So that would be interesting to see Candy Boy running against – because Candy Boy just won. So give it a month or five weeks, and Candy Boy will be running again. So hopefully mm-hmm. you'll see those two horses. So, I mean, there's the, the California contingent horses. And I think the epicenter of horses that are going into the Derby are the horses that are running out in Santa Anita. They seem to be a little bit better. The horses down in Florida right now, those horses are pretty good. There's a few up in New York, but it seems like they bring – Tommy was saying this – they bring some of the horses down to – like Gulfstream, the Florida area, for, mm-hmm. for the the Kentucky Derby. So there's a lot of horses in Florida right now in the warmer weather, a lot of yeah. horses in California. And then you got the midsection, like the Steve Asmussen horses, like the rise-ups, and there's some horses in the middle mm-hmm. at, like, Louisiana. And Chicago, too? Louisiana. Um, no, no. It's Not, like even though more, it's a bigger track? More, yeah, no, more more like this, the epicenter is, like, the South. fairgrounds, Oakland Park, Santa Anita's Bay, um, Gulf Stream is big. And then, you know, you'll have some horses up in the winter. Like um, the horses that ran like that Samrat horse last week is that aqueduct. So those horses are yeah. up north, but not so sure how strong those horses are compared to the horses in Florida or in California. Yeah. So um Shared Belief is definitely a California horse. Wildcat Red is another horse that won last week the um the I think it was the Hutchison at um yeah, the Hutchison at Gulfstream. But he was in the Gulfstream Park Derby against General Arod. That's another horse that's not on any leaderboard. But Wildcat Red um ran a, a good race. He won handily, but I'm not sure that the class of horses that he ran in in the Hutchison, but he's mm. he's improving. Well, he he has more. His breeding leans towards more of a sprinter, but he stretched out pretty well. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how he does. I mean, we we heard in in the news that his his trainer, uh, Jose uh, Garafalo, said that. Yeah. Um, he's mentally improving so that's good so i I think he's a a potential contender i don't i wouldn't put him on the a list i think he's maybe a b horse right now but you never know the other horse is um california chrome he's a california horse and he's been you know off off the radar but he's won i forget the race that he he ran in that he won handily um let me look real quick here so that's not it that's not it was it a graded stakes race? Shuff, shuffling, shuffling. Uh, maybe I don't have it. Yeah, it was out in Hollywood Betfair Park, I do believe. In uh, He won handily. He was strong coming out. So I think he's another horse that I think he's going to run in either the San Felipe or in the... So you're going to see him. So you're going to see Shared Belief, California Chrome running against horses like Candy Boy. I think... Um, Tappet Rich, a Baffert, Horse, and, and Midnight Hawk—all those, those horses are going to run like in, in the Santa Anita Park, you know, races that go into the to Kentucky Derby. So we'll yeah. see what kind of shakes out there. It's it's pretty interesting. So you have all these, and then what what happens is all those horses, so they're going to be winners. You'll have like the California bred winners like coming yeah. out of the Santa Anita Derby. And then you're going to have horses that like win the Florida Derby, the Arkansas Derby, Louisiana Derby, and then they all funnel
1: to Kentucky? the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, I'm curious to see like what is the the track record of California horses that do well in Kentucky? Is there is it pretty good? Yeah, amount? there's a lot of is it California? Re- I mean, we should do a little research on that. Yeah. But
0: it's 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 pretty balanced and lot lo- lo- like. It's because I'm more of a New York guy. So I used yeah. to I used to get caught like flat footed because I'd be betting on the New York horses, not really paying attention to like California or Santa Anita horses. And and you know, yeah. a lot of great horses have come. Yeah, come you're kind of coming around to the West Coast thing. Yeah, I'm actually I'm in the middle now. So because I know a lot of the California horses, because yeah. cause I absolutely love the carved sandwiches at Santa <laughs> Anita. So I'm gonna be going back there again. I mean, and the track is just—it yeah. was just beautiful. I thought it was going to be like, oh, I've absolutely seen the horses, and I absolutely love the car sandwiches.
1: <laughs>
0: so a little, but but seriously, Santa Anita is one of the most—it
1: is a cool track. It has a cool feel. It is too. a
0: beautiful track. I mean, I've been to lots of tracks. That—that's yeah. a gorgeous track. I have not. And uh, Fort Erie is on the the rat catcher places. <laughs> We would call that place kind of a old rickety track. Mm-hmm. I would say something different, but I don't want to be rude. Nice. Um, so, and then and then top billing another another Shug horse, and then Shug's not running the freaking thing, and uh, we gave that the old Donkey Kong call there. Um, it's not it's not running in the Fountain Youth. There we are. The Christmas mule is back. <laughs> So anyhow, I think that that's kind of it. So I, I think yeah. the horses not laying the outlaying the weeds, I'd say share belief is the biggie that's outlaying, and then I, then I would go California Chrome. I would say Wildcat Red, General A Rod, and Top Billing. Yeah, are the the horses I think that keep it. Keep yeah, a I think on. you got to you got to keep your eyes on them them horses. And how many of those are West Coasters? That's a good question. One, two. Two out of the five are west coast horses one two
1: three four five nice cool
0: and then you got some horses like in the central part of the con I, there was a horse that uh rosie Naprobnik was on that looked pretty good i forget the name of the horse but i'll, I'll find out for the next podcast but that i think is all we're going to chat about today. nice
1: there's probably some races today so yeah i'll maybe scope out a few of those and cool. get some bets in but
0: uh that's a wrap
1: right on well, you can find the show on every show on anglelightmedia.com as well as on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, you can give us a like on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. Both of those are at Media, and I think that closes us down. That's a wrap. Thanks.